the building. What's up, y'all? How you doing today? Hey, thanks for coming and listening to the Okay Keep It Sexy podcast. We uh, are doing a solo episode today. I just wanted to spend some time with y'all. Is that all right? Um, we're going to uh, be talking about uh, sex toys today because I've been getting a lot of questions about. Um, you know what things to like look for when you're trying to look for a new toy how do you introduce the topic of using toys to your partner um first time you know users wanting to bring it into the bedroom uh during sex things like that so i just figured i'd just do a quick little episode to give you some tips and some advice on um selecting a sex toy and talking about the different types of toys and all those sorts of things so we're gonna have lots of fun today I pulled out my my old bag of uh, my old bag of tricks. I just wanted to have visuals for those who are watching the recording of the podcast. Um, so I got some stuff on the table that we're gonna go through, play around with a little bit. I'm pretty sure none of them are charged, so don't get excited. It's been a while, <laughs> but that's okay because I got people to send you to who know what they're doing about this sex toy game. I'm gonna get my game back up eventually, but but I got you on people right now. I got I got crew members that I will send you to. <laughs> Um, to get you the right toys. So, as you hear, our girl Tweet is bringing in this episode. Because it's only right. Eight. Get it. Get it. I looked over to the left. I was feeling so good. I had to touch myself. Hey. Anything Missy does, man. This is straight gold. Straight gold. Okay, so again. Welcome to the OK Keep It Sexy podcast. Uh, I am your host, Erica Butler. And, um, you know, we just we just going to work through this together, y'all. We're going to work through this together today. So I I don't know if you if you if you follow me on Instagram, I did a live uh, maybe a week ago to introduce my new team members. And I was struggling because I couldn't think of names for them. And I was trying to get some suggestions from people on their what their name should be and I think I've settled on some so let me let me introduce them on the podcast okay hold on so y'all already know about Juicy <laughs> there she go hey girl Juicy in the building now uh because I just I just felt like you know Juicy is beautiful but she a little small for me and I and I wanted to have a bigger model of the clitoris that really shows up on the screen when I'm talking to y'all. So I went ahead and custom ordered some and I and I made them much bigger. <laughs> and so this, everybody, is big red. Oh, it's so perfect, right? Big red in the building, joining the squad. Next up, chocolate mystique. Ooh. That hit the soul, don't it? That's a good one. That's a good one. My girl Laurel gave that when she came and recorded the podcast uh, this week. Shout out to Laurel. And we decided that uh, these two are about to be superheroes. I'm gonna make them some capes, and we gonna make a uh, <laughs> we gonna make a comic book out of these. Big Red and Chocolate Mystique. They coming to serve the community. I'm excited about this. I don't know how we gonna make it work, but we gonna make it work. I've already pitched the idea to my partner who is the artist in residence all the time for happy sex talk <laughs> thanks babe <laughs> so anyway big red chocolate mystique welcome to the team i couldn't be more i couldn't be happier 
to have you here. Let's give him some applause, shall we? <laughs> Y'all, I'm testing out these these sound buttons I got on my little uh David would be mad that I don't remember the name of this, but my little soundboard over here, I got some I got some uh sounds that I, I was going to play around with. So there's the clapping one. I, I like that. That's cool. We can keep that around. Okay, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and keep it sexy. We're going to start off with some tips that I want you um, to consider for yourself before you start communicating about sex toys with any of, uh, you know, the partners that you have. So I think, you know, the first thing that you want to consider is um, your actual level of interest um, and desire to introduce a sex toy into the mix. So you know, like when, when, as we're going through talking about these different types of sex toys, if anything kind of really piques your interest, definitely make note of the type of toy that I'm talking about in that moment. Um, and if you find yourself kind of being uncomfortable or uneasy the whole time that we're talking about toys, um, then maybe, you know, that's a sign that you're just unsure of like your, your interest level. And if that's really something that you want to introduce into, um, your relationship right now. And so maybe it's just not a good time. You just never know, but it's important to know first and foremost, your level of interest and desire to bring a sex toy, um, into the mix. And, and I also want you to go a little bit further and question how far you're willing to go to explore the new addition, right. Of the sex toy to, to your sexual activity. So do you want to use it just during foreplay? Do you want to use it for mutual masturbation? Um, do you want to use it during sex? Do you want to use it during all of these times? Or like, you know, what's what's kind of your level of comfort? What piques your interest? Um, what are some things that you want to use the toy for? It's always good to kind of have an idea of that in your head too. So it, and then the second one is if you've already had a previous conversation with your partner or partners about sex toys, I want you, if it hasn't been that long since you've had the conversation, I want you to kind of think back to, um, some of the points of view that they expressed, if they expressed any concerns to you, um, if they, you know, had some hesitation about things really kind of consider, um, their perspective of things. And again, I would do that only if the conversation has happened like in the last, you know, six to eight months, maybe, uh, because things can change for people pretty quickly. And so if you're thinking about a conversation that was two years ago, chances are your partner is not going to feel the same way. So, um, we'll get to a point of where we're going to talk about you bringing these topics up in your relationship. But if you have, um, you know, the mental Rolodex of being able to go back and think about some things that you've already talked to your partner about, just take some time to kind of think about some things that they've expressed to you. Um, the third thing is have an idea of what type of sex toy that you are interested in specifically. So it can be a toy that you're interested in for, for solo exploration or one that you want to use with your partner so there's an option for you know them to watch you masturbate to where you would be controlling the sex toy or they can have control over the sex toy there can be a little bit of both however you're you know what type of thing that you are interested in um because there's not only multiple categories of vibrators but there's also a variety of types of toys um to choose from in the first place so you kind of want to think about what you want the toy to do for you and of course your partner um, and consider some things that turn your partner on, what resonates with any of their fantasies that you, you don't may already know about. That's also, if you don't know about their fantasies, that's something that y'all can eventually get to, uh, to talk about as well. Cause who don't like to know what their partner fantasizes about? It's always fun to have that conversation. Um, 
So I want you to, again, to think about what you want the toy to do for you and your body as well as your, your partner and their body. Um, think about things that turn your partner on and how the sex toy could be incorporated into that, right? And then think about, um, a brainstorm some ways that you feel most comfortable introducing the toys into your sexual activity. Um, so like I was saying, if you think that you may be interested in having some solo play with the toy first to kind of see what you like so that you can then communicate that to your partner. If you would rather kind of go down that discovery with your partner, then that's an option too. Um, you can each buy a toy and then do, you know, be voyeurs for each other and watch each other masturbate. You can do mutual masturbation that way. You know, there are, there are a lot of different options for y'all. So just kind of think about ways that you would feel most comfortable so that you, when you bring the conversation to the table, you've got some things to, you know, kind of uh, share with your partner that you're already interested in. And then it'll give them a chance to be able to let you know if those are things that they're interested in too, or if they may have some other ideas up their sleeve. So those are kind of the four things that I want you to kind of consider before you even start talking to a partner about um, introducing sex toys. Now, um, I've got like, you know, just kind of some bullet points about how to introduce toys into the relationship in the bedroom. Um, so some are for, uh, you know, during the act of having sex and then others are just to bring it up when you're talking to your partner. So, um, my recommendation is to definitely experience this first purchase together. Um, and you know, or at least do the internet search together to decide like what type and what category of toy you can both agree on. Um, it just allows everybody to feel a part of the process, um, when it comes to the decision-making of like what's happening in the bedroom and happening during, uh, you know, your, your sexual experiences with them. And so, um, you're not starting the, the whole scenario with somebody kind of feeling left out or that they're not, uh, a part of any decision making with that. Now, if the toy that your partner ends up being interested in is one that you kind of just like to use on yourself, think about the possibility of them being aroused. Like I've been talking about watching you use it, or you can compromise and let them, you know, kind of let them select that toy for you. And then you select one for them and you just kind of like go that way. Um, I also want you to be honest and give details about what your specific interests are. So like we were talking about in the uh, previous section where I had, you know, the four things that I want you to kind of think about before you start talking to your partner. This is where you're kind of going to give all those little tidbits and information and things that you've kind of been thinking about um, and kind of sharing that with them and seeing how they react to it and see if they have any other suggestions that maybe you didn't even think about that sound better than what you've been thinking, you know. All those sorts of things. Y'all can just kind of brainstorm some sex shit together. It'll be fabulous. Um, and then um, also, you know, I want to make sure that you're getting the best lube and also the right lube for the toy that you're looking at. Toy cleaner and storage method for your toy. So when I say, you know, the best or the right lube, what I mean is you don't use silicone lube with a toy that's made of silicone because it'll eventually start eating away at the toy. And then you'll just have kind of like divots that bacteria can kind of exist in. So you don't want that. So if you're using a silicone based toy, you're going to want to use water-based lube. Um, water-based lube is good for like everyday use. Um, and you may or may not have to reapply, you know, during, uh, a sexual encounter with your when you're using your toy or whatever but either way even if you're producing your own 
you know, amount of natural lubrication. The water-based lube is going to be a great sort of coat for your vaginal canal because sometimes when you are having penetration, you're going to have little tears that happen in your vagina and those are just kind of uncomfortable. And so the, the um, synthetic lube, the water-based lube is going to be a kind of nice cushion to kind of help with those tears and they're less likely to exist. Um, so lube saves lives always and forever. Please remember that. Now the silicone-based lube, is things that you would use for like anal play and uh things that you would use for like all-nighters right because it's a it's a wear and tear type of lube like it's on you until it's not anymore you gonna use it until it's gone sort of thing um you can use it in the water because that will um remain on your skin even through water play um so my recommendation would be to use silicone lube when you've got um when you're just using body parts, right? Or if you're using toys that are not made of silicone. Um, and then, you know, toy cleaner is really important. So, um, you know, a lot of people use soap and soap and water to do things, or you can even put them in the dishwasher and just do like a, you know, a sanitizing uh, round. Those are all options too. The only concern that I have sometimes with soap and water is that oftentimes soap can leave like a little, like, you know, kind of, uh, residue so to speak on the toys and for some people who have a very sensitive you know skin you may end up reacting to uh, that residue that stays on the toy um, in between uses and so if you know that you've got really sensitive skin there are toy cleaner options for you out there um, so if you feel like that's for you then definitely investigate you know which which one you um, would like to use my recommendation for lube for sure is uber lube I mean it's like hands down the smoothest shit I've ever experienced in my life. It's fabulous. So I will make sure the, the sex educators that I'm giving you um, the links to in the description for the podcast, one of them, if not both of them, sell Uberlube on their website. Um, I'll double check that before I put the links in and let you know. And then if I need to put an additional link in for the Uberlube, um, I will. I want to make sure you have all the links, all the things. So um, the last sort of thing before we start getting into the breakdown of the toys here is when you're approaching uh, the first time using the toy together, you want to make sure that you're being in constant communication with each other about what does and doesn't feel good. Um, and, you know, kind of tell the exact location so everybody's aware of how best to please one another. So like if, you know, you enjoy feeling the vibrating sensation in a circular motion around your nipple, then make sure you're talking about that. And if, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be an exploration process. I, the one thing I will say is I'll recommend that you use the vibrators on the lowest speed when you're kind of learning how to navigate the head of the toy around your pubic bone. Cause if you come in too strong, it may, it may kind of catch you off guard. And then, you know, I don't want you to be turned off before you've even gotten started. So a lot of the toys will have multiple speeds. And so um, starting on the lowest one is, is, a, is a great idea. Um, so yes, I think th those are kind of my little tips and tricks for how to introduce things into the relationship in the bedroom. So now we're gonna get into um, the breakdown of the different sex toys, which is really fun. I'm very excited about this. I haven't actually talked about sex toys in this uh, detail for quite some time, so I'm kind of fun. I'm kind of excited. I mean, maybe it'll be like riding a bike. <laughs> um, okay, so first things first, I want to talk about the difference between vibrators and dildos. So with vibrators, um, those are usually electric or battery operated. Um, they're made for external genital stimulation and penetration or insertion. So there's a few different types of vibrators. I don't necessarily have all of them around here to show you but um 
the first ones are clitoral and so I do have a couple clitoral vibrators to kind of give you just a visual so you can see so this one is actually in the shape of a bunny and you would put your you would put your clitoris right on this part oh wait a minute hold on that's why we got these so you would put the the tip of your clitoris kind of right in between these bunny ears and then the nose is gonna is gonna connect to these the legs and all of the things that are internally connected to your clitoris and so you're just gonna get vibrations all through your body and this uh, th I mean it doesn't really matter about this particular toy because I'm pretty sure that bedroom candy probably don't even sell this shit anymore but um, most clitoral vibrators do have a variant of speeds this is one that's just pretty straightforward the, the um, you have a button down here at the bottom and then you would just push this right up against your clitoris that's showing um, through your vulva and then the vibration would just go through that so another way when you're looking um, I mean you're not really gonna be able to do this if you're if you're searching online or really if you're going into a sex toy store but if you find yourself at a sex toy party um, one of the things to do is to put the sex toy up, like turn the vibration on and put it up to the tip of your nose because the, the cartilage that's at the tip of your nose is very similar to uh, the cartilage in your vulva and right around your clitoris. And so you'll be able to tell if you enjoy that sensation or not. Just a little tip. So these are clitoral um, vibrators. And then they also have uh, vaginal vibrators. So I don't actually have any vaginal, vaginal vibrators, but we'll just for shits and giggles we'll cut off the clitoral part of this and this would just be like a vaginal it's just something that's a straight just straight up and down can go right inside of you sort of thing um then we have g spots which have uh, toys that have little curves kind of at the top this is actually one of the sex toys that uh goody howard sells she's gonna be one of the um consultants that i that i hook y'all up with um for uh, selling sex toys. And so this has clitoral stimulation. Most G-Spot toys will have clitoral stimulation as well as G-Spot stimulation. So you'll see that the, that the, the um, head of this toy is kind of curved to be able to get to the G-Spot once it's inserted. And then this is just a little butterfly that like goes ham on the clit um, once you turn that on and that is fabulous. Um, and then this toy that I was just covering up a second ago, this is actually a dual action vibrator. So you'll have um, the clitoral stimulator as well as the uh, shaft of the toy that goes inside. And all of this vibrates. Um, sometimes you'll have toys that can be, that can have separate um, vibration patterns, but in my experience, that seems to be like a, that seems to be a little bit of an overkill. That's a lot to have like multiple types of vibration speeds going all at once. Um, but you know, to each his own, cause I ain't here to yuck. Nobody's yum, honey. If you like it, I love it. But those are kind of the, you know, the four sort of main um, options for vibrators. Now dildos, um, the difference is that dildos uh, do not vibrate. Um, most of them are made of silicone, but they can also be made from a variety of other materials and they're made for, you know, insertion only. So you've got glass, silicone, you have a double ended dildo, you have strap ons, you've got rubbers, and then you've also got some that are made from cyber skin, which is kind of synthetic, like human like material. Um, so those are some options for dildos. I don't have any to show you right now, but those are options. Um, and then we're going to get into some male stimulators. I just have, uh, I have a couple of those. So um, these are called sleeves. And what you do is you would just put some lube right down in the middle of this. And then this would just kind of stretch out. And the sleeves often have, um, 
you know, different ridges and stuff to kind of give additional sensation while uh, it is moving up and down the penis. So this is something that um, your partner, if they have a penis, can use solo and then also that you can uh, kind of, you know, run the show for them. Um, with other male stimulators, there's also hot rings or C rings. So this is one of the <coughs> Jesus, I'm sorry, cock ring options that has a uh, strap for the for the penis as well as a stimulator for um, the vagina and just to give the penis additional stimulation too. So you wear these while you're having sex. Um, and so this opens up and straps around the penis and it just kind of, you know, allows um, them to stay harder a little bit longer because it restricts blood flow. I mean, in a healthy way, I, you don't need to be concerned, but restricts blood flow enough to kind of keep them harder a little bit longer. And then this is what would ideally, you know, be touching the clitoris and it's got multiple speeds, you know, that's option. That's very common for C rings. Um, so this is one that you can use to stimulate both of you at the same time. And the vibration from this will be, you know, obviously coming down, uh, your partner's penis and also kind of rubbing up against his testicles too, just because all the body parts is going to be rubbing real close together in that area. So that's a cock ring. Um, other options are cups and fleshlights. Um, so those are like things that, <laughs> I mean, they've got a little more sophisticated now, but they literally used to look like big ass flashlights that you can just open up and then there's like a vagina model kind of thing in there. It's similar to this same material as the sleeve that I was showing you, but ultimately um, it just gives them a big base to kind of hold on to and then they can, you know, masturbate with that as well. Um, so when it comes to anal play, the one thing that I always try to make sure that everybody remembers is if you're going to do anal play, please, 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 if you're inserting things, make sure it has a base. You need a flared base on your toy because uh, your because your anus will just suck that shit right up into your intestine and then you're going to end up in the emergency room trying to explain why you got who knows what up your butt right so you want to make sure that you've got this is a butt plug here so you want to make sure you see how it's got this flared base so as you're inserting it it can't be sucked in <clears throat> it can't be sucked in by your anus because it's got this little hook and that's how you can pull it out okay so this is something that you would be using this is a silicone toy so you would be using um some water-based lube but make sure that you have a flared base so that you can um prevent that from being sucked up into your body now the other um the other toy that I have here is just an example of one that, you know, is, is a pretty common concept at this point where you have a t an actual vibrator and then a remote that has a, has a radius of like a distance that it can go. So I think this one particular, when I was selling it years ago, could go like 25 feet. So your partner could be 25 feet away with the remote. You would be wearing this inside your underwear with the clitoral stimulator up against your clitoris. And then they would just be controlling the different speeds and the patterns. And you would have no say over when it happens, how it happens just kind of giving them, you know, control. So it's kind of fun to think about, like, if you were going out and, you know, you could just kind of keep it in your panties and then they just kind of boop, boop, in the middle of dinner. You'd be like, oh, oh, like you out here trying to be cute. You trying to be sorry or something, you know, just fun little things like that. It's a cute little way to get connected and both of you, you know, kind of get pleasure out of you feeling the vibration on your clitoris and then your partner gets excited because they're kind of controlling what's happening to your body. It's a nice little a nice little uh, playful thing to do. So there's a lot of remote control toys that exist now. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I think those are just kind of like basic categories that I wanted to introduce you to. That is like a reader's digest version of what is actually out there in the world. But it's a good kind of starter, like 101 going over things. Um, Goody Howard and Linnea Marie are the two uh, toy vendors that I'm going to direct you all to. Um, and so those links are going to be in the description for the podcast. Uh, definitely check them out. They have great options for you. Um, and if you have any questions, definitely hit me up and let me know. Um, because I can kind of point you in directions or ask you, you know, answer some questions for you. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's all I got for y'all today. So thanks for listening. Keep it sexy. Sex and love.